0: Well, hey, all you wiretappers out there, I'm. Uh, we're, I, you know, I'm working really hard on that Sammy the Bull script and research about how what happened out in Arizona. I just can't believe that he copped a plea and took that much time on best I can find is one. Or, two, or like a few minutes on a wiretap. Uh, there's more to this story. Anyhow, I've been working real hard on that. I just want want to throw this out there. It's it's a clip from my Michael D. Leonardo interview. I don't know a year or so ago, two years ago, year and a half ago. I thought it was really interesting where he talks about his his youth, his growing up, how he got his nickname, uh, about the La Costa Nostra, and and how it. Uh, developed and now you know some people were part of that and a legacy of that and 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 what he saw in the neighborhood kind of his uh take on that and I just think it's really interesting uh view uh, from him and I think it's worth reshowing again or retelling uh putting that back out there. Anyhow I appreciate all you guys. You know I just got five thousand subscribers on my YouTube channel and and the audio is going good. So we just, we're just going to keep going. I have a lot of people that say, Hey, you should have more subscribers. You know, I probably have just exactly what I'm supposed to have. Uh, success might, might go to my head. I might get arrogant about this thing, but anyhow, I'm, I'm having fun. That's the main thing is I'm having fun. You know, I'd had 25 years on the police department. I had fun the whole time, except maybe a few times every now and then, but mainly it was fun. So. Thanks a lot, guys, and, and enjoy Michael D. Leonardo, a real deal mob guy. My family goes back, uh, I'm Sicilian, and my family goes
1: back uh, a couple hundred years being involved in the mafia or Cosa or, or another time called Fratnitzella. They had different terms for what they called each other years ago, and then how it migrated to the States. So my great-grandfather, my grandfather, which got here in uh, 1895 with his family, when he got to the country, it was already set up. The, the people he went to see from people that was from Sicily, that way he was sent over the people he had to go see in the States. And he was only 15 when he got there and they went to lower Manhattan. And uh, that was really like the nucleus of uh, the mafia between there and the Bronx. was probably the, the two main hubs in New York, outside of like Louisiana, which was really the first heavy migration of Sicilians in the mafia in the country which a lot of people really don't know unless you're an aficionado all of this stuff. Uh, a lot of Sicilians went to uh, Louisiana, New Orleans. So uh, my upbringing in, in this life uh, was at the knee. You know, everything i seen and everything I heard, even though my father was not a member or any of his uh, two brothers who were a member of my grandfather, kept them out, outside of the, getting into that life. My father had a very bad temper, and my uncles, they weren't really made for that type of life. You know, he, 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 but everybody was a cousin, everybody was an uncle that was close to our family. So when my grandfather came here, and uh, it was really almost like sent here with his father to go see these certain people in New York, you know, it's it, it's a culture, it's a way of life, and uh, and, and this is how these the Italian stuff together, you even take advantage of, your, of their own at times. Legitimate part of the Italian people that came here. I guess things like uh, Caruso, and uh, all these entertainers and shop owners, so they, they said and prayed on their own kind. Also at that time, you know this was established. This isn't some, This isn't like a, a gang that just emanated, just sprung up. They had roots. It's just how they attached those roots in the states with politicians, law enforcement, unions, etc. And how, how they built this empire, which is still today in the states, not to the magnitude it once was, because they don't control the judges and the politicians the way they used to. Oh, order unions, for that matter. So when my family got here in the uh, you know the late eighteen hundreds, there was like almost like welcoming committee. So mm-hmm. and that's how they step into the life, and that's how my grandfather gets started at a very young age, and then he gets to be a, a, a very strong figure, which was before it was called the Gambino family. It was uh, his Gumbada who he uh, baptized uh, his daughter this guy uh, baptized my father was a guy called uh d'aguila which was really one of the first boss of bosses of
0: the whole country oh really oh yeah he put people in just about every family or
1: you know uh in the country at one time they they would call them like he put a spy in a family that's what came to say later on by press or, or, or you know organized crime law enforcement but uh he uh you know, he had these general assemblies that were in place before and then after he, he uh, continued this. You know, this, it, it, you know, when you hear these stories as a young man, and you know, I didn't hear from my grandfather, of course, but I hear from my father, my uncles, then later on I two older brothers, nine to 10 years, my senior, you know, you hear these stories and, and other people in the neighborhood. Of course, my neighborhood was like 80% Sicilian and about 95% Italian. Hmm. And we didn't have just like a couple of blocks. We had, you know, Brooklyn was one of the biggest cities in the country. You know, th- this is how you, how you you see what's going on around you without saying, I'm a product of my environment. Yeah. Because that's a lame excuse. Yeah. That's, nobody's a product of their environment. You're born in an environment, you could do as an independent thinker. Yeah. Uh, you go in the direction you want to be, you want to be a drug addict, where, where's drug addicts hang out? You'd be a drug addict. You yeah. want to be a drug addict, you don't hang out with drug addicts. Yeah. If you want to be in the and you emulate, or you idolize those figures, uh, and you want to lead that past, then you try to you know, grow in that life. If you don't want to, you go be a lawyer, go be a cop, yeah. you know. So, like I said, what, what i seen, and what I, 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 you know, my perspective of what i seen, I see a total amount of uh, people respect uh, how they handle themselves, how they handle their families. I, I gravitated to that.
0: Interesting. You know, as a teenager then, uh, young man, we all kind of want to, uh, you know, we have these <laughs> expressing ourselves and, and starting to move into something. I, I would assume that... Uh, You probably started getting into some kind of crime as a teenager in in order to be noticed by somebody, or or they would start noticing that because, you know, you don't—in a crime family or any kind of organization like that, they're not just going to take anybody in. You're going to have to—all of a sudden, rumors will start, hey, you hear this Mikey kid, uh, uh, you know, he's pretty tough, you know, he can can handle himself.
1: Well, you know, you you, you you got a real valid point. Like, you know, when I was a kid, my grandfather bought two houses when he, when he started making some money, when he first got over and got married. He went to Manhattan, then he moved to Brooklyn where he bought these houses. Uh, it was a double yard. And my grandfather was old school Italian. And he had his grapes, he had his figs, he had his cherry trees, he had his peach trees, he had all those fruits and vegetables. He would tend to his garden every day and then go to the club. You know, or, or continue on his business. I would get, the, the fig season would come along. And he called me Michael Lee. He he spoke very, very broken English and very Mm -hmm. limited uh, English. He said, Michael, go bring the fix to Paulie. Go bring the fix to Jerry at the club. These two guys that he was talking about uh, were much older than I. Their fathers were murdered in the mob. Mm -hmm. And they were very close to my grandfather, like I was saying earlier with this one guy, uh, was my my father's godfather. And he was murdered uh, October 10th, 1928. Uh, and this was, this guy was the whole guy, the guy who ran the country at one time. Yeah. So that was my father's godfather and my father got to know this guy because he was killed around when my father was 16 years old. My father was born 12, 1912. Huh. So, you know, these were my cousins, even though there was no blood. Yeah. These were my cousins because my grandfather looked after their kids, after their fathers were murdered mm. and their daughters and the whole family. Like a uh, dog is if my grandfather bought a piano for my father or somebody in the house, their family got a piano if he was dead, you know. So they we remained extremely close. Like I said, I grew up growing cousin, not uncle, right? Cousin. So as a young boy, now at eight, nine, ten years old, go up the go up the block and bring the fix. I would go in and I'd be hanging out with all these older men. Yeah. They give me a quarter, fifty cents. Who gives you a dollar? And as you get older, you get that five dollars. You're hanging around the club. And if you get older, you get twenty dollars. You're hanging around the club. So everybody knows you, yeah, you know, in that circle. And it's not just one family, you know, of the five families. It's a lot of people get to know you. Hey, that's that's what's Tony's son. That's Mister Jimmy's grandson. Yeah. You know? And uh, oh, that's Paul Paulie's cousin. Yeah. So everybody, you know, that travels around the circle get to know you. Now I had, I had really three sets of friends. I had the guys I grew up playing ball with because i was I, I was considered myself an athlete. I like to play baseball, football, football, et cetera. I had those set, uh, set of friends. Then I had my gang friends was in, in itself separate than the, the 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 sport guys, and my gang friends is where I bu- built my rep up as a street guy yeah. a street kid and then I had the older guys which I just continue. like I said as a little boy would go to the club and see my cousins, Jerry and Paulie, and all the rest of the people in the neighborhood. And I would, you know, it wasn't just that you, you, you walk in, I was this kid. You know, it was like, uh, what do you want to eat, Michael? What do you want? Do you want something? Go in the back. Go in the refrigerator. You want to play cards later on? You want to play cards? We teach you how to play pinochle So it's it's, it's something like a, a huge club Yeah, that you understand what they're about. For me to get in get into that circle was extremely easy, like I said, through lineage. So to emulate guys that you know and you look up, you know, as a little boy, that they're coming to the you on your head, giving you money and giving... Uh, some nice accolades and stuff. and It's like, you know, it's natural. It's a natural progression. It's hard to explain to somebody that don't understand that that comes off the street and says, how do you get in the mob? Yeah. <laughs> like yeah,
0: you yeah.
1: said earlier, it's, it, <laughs> it don't happen that easy. Right.
0: You, know? you got to prove yourself in some manner.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, and there's guys like, uh, I'll give you a name, Sammy Corbano.
0: Yeah. His
1: father really had no connections outside of a uh, little connection he had with uh, somebody who you knew that protected his uh, dress shop. But yeah. Sammy wasn't growing up at the knee of, of uh, that kind of mobster. Sammy was a street fighter. Sammy grew up in the street fighting. Yeah, And he built his way through the street. He blasted his way. in, like John Gotti and a lot of other guys, I say, when a guy comes up on his own without any family history
0: yeah. to push him, yeah, he, you blast your way in, especially if you, you're prone to violence, which these guys were.
1: Interesting. So, yeah, there's
0: different ways to get in. You know, I guess before we we move away from er, your earlier years, uh, you got the nickname Mikey Scars, and I've had discussions with other people about nicknames, and sometimes the press give them, sometimes the cops do, and the press picks up on it, and sometimes they've been given a nickname by their their peers, uh, their their brothers, or their family, or, or their pals because of something. Now, how'd you get the nickname Mikey Scars?
1: I come from an Italian neighborhood. There's a lot of Michaels, a lot of Tonys, a lot of Denise's. So. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. there's always a thing, distinguishing of, of the person because again, it was a really big neighborhood. It was you know a million people there. So, uh, I was bitten by a dog at a young age, eight or 10 years old, something like that. And, uh, it ripped off my cheek, off yeah. my face. And I had a scar, I had yeah. a really bad scar, but so on the back, you know, you're talking the sixties. And, um, uh, and I got very lucky. I wasn't really deformed. I thought there was a plastic surgeon there. So anyway, I had this scar on my face, and you know, you're embarrassed as a kid. Yeah. So now, you know, you you got you play ball. Who's that? Who, 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 who did what? Mike, who, who played Michael's <laughs> team? Who, which Michael? Mike, <laughs> with the scar on his face. Yeah. Uh, who's that guy from Baird Avenue? Oh, that, <laughs> those, those kids are Mikey Scars friends. Yeah. The guy with the scars, Mikey's, now it becomes
0: Mikey Scars, and yeah. that's how it the name. Did I like the name? No. I never referred to myself ever as that. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. If I if I'm uh, Michael, but I didn't even know Mike, no Mikey, yeah. I was Michael.
1: You know how others refer to you is different. But for myself, yeah. I always said we and if, if I didn't know a person say we have Michael for from where Michael from bed, Bam. Yeah. And the message was every time somebody knew me when I was in the Shriners, I see Mike. I know that person that
0: know me. Yeah, yeah, I I see. Yeah, yeah. The people knew me. Call me Michael. Interesting. I tell you what, that you got that native intelligence, man. That (laughs) that (laughs) discerns among people uh, who they are and what they're about. I can see that right now. You were lucky in a way. You had a really tough nickname when you were a kid. You know, (laughs) you 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 could have been known Fat Mikey or something. You know. You should be happy for that. I always, wanted a, I always wanted a tough nickname when I was a kid. I didn't, I didn't have. A, I just they called me Gary or Jinx. Well, you,
1: you know what? You know the government. Uh, they always play nicknames up because it sounds uh, yeah, yeah, sinister, black, black, uh, yeah, you know, it sounds.
0: But Yankee Clipper, who was the Yankee Clipper? <laughs> yeah. yeah, the D'Amagio, yeah, DiMaggio. The D'Amagio, <laughs> come on. You know, so uh, the Clipper. <laughs> the government
1: plays those names
0: up. Yes, you they know, do. The (laughs) And the press loves it. (laughs) I mean, they love
1: it. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Well, guys, that was interesting, wasn't it? I I really uh, enjoyed talking to Michael. He, He was a lot of fun to talk to. I tried to get him back on the show. And as many of you know now, if you're on YouTube, he has his own show uh with that uh some dude uh though I can't remember what they call that show the black hand mafia dude anyhow uh um, um, you know we're uh we're we're tracking right along and and I appreciate all the uh, support that you've shown the podcast and and your comments I like your comments and and you know like and should some, share, some subscribe and share this channel. I got that all mixed up, did Like on Facebook, and if I post that, uh, subscribe on my YouTube channel, subscribe on my audio channel, and uh, share if you can. Tell your friends about it. Uh, you know, I, I'm working like heck all the time to to have some, some good, solid mob information out there. Thanks a lot, guys.